Welcome to City Limits. I'm Kevin. And I'm Ann. And it's beautiful out. It is. When we came home, it was 64 degrees. So in the last couple of days, we've been we're going on some hikes. I know. It's been beautiful weather. Thank goodness. <laughs> it's crazy. I know. So yesterday we were we went for a little walk up at off of Rashidi Drive. I was trying to recreate a walk I had gone with a constituent on with you. Right. It's a little challenging. A little challenging. <laughs> You're a very good recall. <laughs> <laughs> well, to tell you the truth, you wouldn't have recall either if you went with me on Friday. So I went Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for a hike. <laughs> yep. But it was it it was definitely we finally did make our way to where we needed to be, which was to bring us to the backside of the driving range up at Granite Lakes. Right. Yeah. I, actually, we went on a little further. But, um, <laughs> and it was a good seven-mile hike that should have been probably less. Probably too. <laughs> <laughs> and then today, because pomp-a-pog. people, of course, brought up Ponkapog, mm-hmm. we went to Ponkapog Golf Course in, in Canton, mm-hmm. which, which does have a, a path that goes right in between the golf course it does. And then you hook around this beautiful pond, you come out and it, you're on a path for like a whole, a tee and a green and stuff. So. Yeah. It kind of runs parallel to the path. So there were no golfers out there today, but it does tell you that you kind oh, of... Oh, I to, saw a couple. They weren't supposed to be. They're not supposed to be up. But, there was, but it, the sign also tells you that I think... You know, yeah, there is a sign like in a couple places, notice during season, please yield to golfers at tee. Yeah. So, so you just have to kind of pay attention. Yeah. I think it was also designed in a way that they could have the path through, but it, but that's the whole point is that this was supposed to be the golf courses up at Grand Lakes was supposed to have walking paths and and it, that, that's one of the contentions that are happening here with the discussion. Right. So I guess what we're talking about really is last Monday's meeting mm-hmm. with the City Council Ordinance mm-hmm. Committee. You lost that bet. We didn't vote on it, Kevin. I know. I did, I did lose that bet. <laughs> You still think it's going to happen though soon? It's going to happen, but yeah. And, and I'm not saying it shouldn't happen. I'm just saying it's 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 still going to go through quicker than it would in some other communities. Um, I, hope, I hope not. But, I hope they take a giant step back. That's my hope. But but we'll continue. Right. So I'll just read this from Mary Whitfield. Mm-hmm. Several changes to a proposed 99-year lease extension with the operators of the Granite Links Golf Club have brought relief to some city councils and residents, but others. Still say there are problems with finances and accountability that make the long-term lease a bad idea. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it, there was a public meeting part to it. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of residents got up and spoke. There was a gentleman from Milton mm-hmm. spoke also. And then there was, I'd say most everyone was against this current lease, thought it had problems that yeah. needed to be addressed. Right. There were and a couple there was four people, or five people that were for it. Yeah, there were a couple people that spoke in favor of it. I also want to thank Councilor McCarthy for having that public forum. I did request it. And it's important that people have an opportunity to tell us what their concerns are. This is a, currently we're in a, the 28th or 29th year of the 50-year lease that Quarry Hills Association is like. So we have we have plenty of time to be able to really discuss this. This is a 99-year lease that was put in front of us by the current administration, Mayor Koch. I'd say I'd boil it down into, I'd say, walking paths are our big mm-hmm. sticking point mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. And it seems like Granite Links has tried to remedy some of that or is Yeah, they went out of their way to kind of do a presentation for us to let us know that they're trying really hard to to make some adjustments for people. Right. So I'll just read this. CFO, Great Link CFO Kevin Mason mm-hmm. said there are signs and trail markers, but they're not to the standard that we feel happy with, nor the friends of the Blue Hills. 
He said Quarry Hills Associates will commit to a semi-annual maintenance plan that would include the repair of trails yearly in March and November and the creation of five trail maps and new signs by this July. As we walked the trail, we realized we realized you can't really tell what the actual trail is, Mason said. We'll be laying down crushed stone dust to actually add a visual to the walking trail itself. The goal is to really improve the sign and trail systems, creating navigation guides across the trail to keep it consistent with what you might see in other areas. The Blue Hills, uh, the proposed plan would also add a crosswalk and pedestrian crossing light to Shooty Drive at Berry's Quarry. And that's what we did yeah, that's on what Saturday. Did and you did on Friday also. Yeah, so that that goes back to the walk that we went to on December eighth, and it's um it you know it's, it's great that Corey Hills didn't listen to us, and they came back and they and listened to the constituents that went for that walk, and they came back with some adjustments to that. But you know, the problem is is that we should be looking at that fifty year lease because it should have been happening already. I'm going to get into some of the um, constituents. Steve Perdios kicked it off, I guess. Mm-hmm. He said he was very happy to hear progress that has been made on the trails, but that he and fellow residents still want to see trails built across the golf course. He said ball field work needs to include to include bathroom renovations, traffic changes, new lighting, and a reconfiguring of the forefield so people aren't being rifled in the heads with foul balls. <laughs> Uh, there needs to be a real investigation as into what's going on at the Rotary, and let's put the traffic before the development. Absolutely. I think there were a lot of people who felt the same way. And I think even um, Solicitor Timmons came up and answered a question for Mr. Devono saying that it's like rated as one of the worst um, cross sections of the highway exit ramp. Top five, I believe, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, and these are the things that we should be we should be working towards solving before we actually extend a lease, because at the end of the day, it's going to impact it's going to impact anybody that's going up to that that area. And we're not close to fixing that. I don't think I, we, the, the state hasn't come back to us. And I don't want to see a Band-Aid be put in there. I want to see a real solution because we've been waiting 28 years for a solution. OK. And then Jocelyn Sedney got up and said. And Jocelyn Sedney got up and she really went through, um, thoroughly went through the lease. Jocelyn, I think, her background is she is an attorney. And she went through the 122-page original lease. And then she went to, and the red line lease breaks down to a 22-page final lease What they for the 99-year lease. And she broke it out into several different sections, one of which was showing that we're really getting less for the 99-year lease than we currently have in the 50-year lease. Right. So I have some clips, and I think I, I want to play one right now. Okay. We have a lease, I call it the 2002 lease, which is the current lease that we're operating under versus the, the proposed lease. There are rents, the amount of rents that we're supposed to be paid that are set forth there. We get rents from the course fees, uh, the, uh, the rental course fees. We get rents from the service facilities. We're supposed to get now 10% of the golf course fees, which include the golf cart rentals. Under the new lease, we get 10% of the fees excluding the golf cart rentals. They're specifically excluded in this new lease. In addition to that, we get a reduction for collection of those fees. We get a reduction for paying compensation and commissions for membership consultants. I'm not sure why they're needed because I understand everybody wants to play there. But in any event, we are getting less in terms of the rentals for the course fees in the new lease. Not more, we're getting less. So not more, we're getting less. Yeah, and the thing is, is that, you know, when this was first brought before us, the administration's, um, 
um, Mr. Walker basically said, we're just cutting out any other risk part of it, you know, just the capping of the, of, of what happened back when it was a dump. And, you know, we're just cutting all that stuff out and it's just leaving the, the lease, the current, nothing's going to change up there. Pretty much know. intact. Pretty much intact. And the fact of the matter is, is that when you go through it and I have gone through it and I hope my other counselors have gone through it too, but so has the constituencies. They have gone through it too. And they're, they're, as Jocelyn said, there is some major differences in this and, and we are not protecting the taxpayers in the city of Quincy. Right. And she's some other things to say. I thought she was excellent. So let me play another one. And in the 2002 lease, which is in place right now, we should have a recreational complex with opportunities for indoor and outdoor activities. And in this lease, and you should read it, the lease right now, we, the citizens of Quincy, should have swimming, volleyball, football, all sorts of other activities up there right now, which we don't have. 20 times in the 2002 lease is mentioned recreational complex. This new lease, not a sense, sentence, not a word about the recreational complex. So the new lease, we lose a recreational complex, which of course we don't have yet, but we're waiting to get. So we don't get that. We get less in rental, less in activities. So that was another big sticking point, right? Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. recreational complex. Yeah, and it is mentioned several different times in the contract in the in the original she fifty years. Twenty times. Yeah, but right? yeah, it is mentioned. It, it, I didn't count them how many times. There's uh, in I, several I've, different sections. <laughs> I can tell you this in several different sections. It's it's mentioned, and what's interesting about that is that you really have to read it. And it was redlined out, completely redlined out. So any of the things that were promised in the first 50 years were completely redlined out. And all that's left is the golf course. And they add in the word commercial several times. Recreational complex is taken out. They leave the ball fields and they leave the soccer field and the trails. Those are the only things they're going to commit to in the next 99 years. Right. And she did have, I think, a couple more. Let me play one. If the developers now think that the parking facilities up at Granite Links need help. If anybody's driven to those par- to the baseball diamonds and parked up there, you can see what a disaster it is up there. That's a responsibility right now that Quarry Hills has right now. That nature trail should be there right now. They are in default of this lease. The city of Quincy should be noticing them for default because the parking lot is awful, the design of the fields is bad, the lavatories or restrooms for these kids are abysmal, there's no nature trail, I went looking for it the other day, and there certainly was never any attempt to put in a skating rink. So right now, what do we have that's better for us in this lease? What? What is better for us? Sure, we get 800 and some thousand dollars, that's great, but we, we don't get as much in rent, we're going to get less. We've lost all of these things. One of the clinchers, though, is the financial benefit to Quarry Hills. They can, under the present lease, assign as security their leasehold interest for anything. They can buy property in Florida, Indiana, Hawaii, and they can secure the lending for that with their leasehold interest in this property without the permission of Quincy. They were not allowed to do that in 2002. They could not do that in 2002. This is a tremendous financial benefit. So here she's talking about a, a major financial change for, for the... The enhancement, for, yeah, enhancement for, for, for Corey Hills, Hills, for Corey, Corey Hills Association. And here's the thing. They, 
when this is why I think we have to go through the 50 year lease, we have to take a step back, look what we're supposed to have. Because quite honestly, the only Chuck Phelan, Councilor Phelan was there um, during the original, the original lease during the Sheets administration. And the current administration has been has been there. But we, the councilors, have a due diligence to the city of Quincy, the taxpayers, to go through this full lease line by line, the 50 year lease, and make sure that we're A, getting what we think we're supposed to get, do an audit of it, and then do a comparison of the 99 year lease that the administration supposedly negotiated with Corey Hills Association and what we're going to give away. Because we don't get to go back and tax the taxpayers for this one. If we give it away, we're giving it away. So that leads me to her final point, which is, in her her view, Quincy isn't really getting a great deal. No. It needs to be looked at a little bit closer and a little more time needs to be taken. But so let me just play that. And yeah. I'm just good or bad here. But you go to the negotiation table and somebody wants 99 years and they want this and they want that. And the other person who's got the power because it's our land, you say, well, no. We're not willing to give you that, but we want this. Maybe we'll give you a year, you give us this. This is this lease. How can anybody read this and compare this to the 2002 lease and say this is good for Quincy and not say to Quarry Hills, we want what we were supposed to get under that lease that they freely negotiated and signed. So she's really looking to say, like, you, you signed a 50-year lease. You freely negotiated that. You were supposed to deliver things for it, and you haven't delivered those things. And you can't, and we're giving away things in the new 99-year lease that we will not be able to get back if we're not careful. And again, I, I, I keep saying this, like, I asked the question, like, who negotiated this lease for the city? And it sounds like our, you know, the legal team. Well, I get into that, yeah, too. The legal team did. And, but, and the, the point of this is, Kevin, is that we have to be really careful about what we're about to what we're about to give away because it's very hard to go back and renegotiate this. This is a very it's 99 years. The risk is gone. The the landfill is capped, and it, you know you're not going to be able to go back. When we originally did this back 28 years ago under the Sheets administration, it was about fixing a landfill. And in 2002, under the Phelan administration, we got some finances out of this. And now we here we're here in 2023 negotiating a 99 year lease and just giving away everything with the with the potential of giving away the city of Quincy they can go they can go finance this and give away and we and we have no we have no saying that if we were to sign that lease okay and Jocelyn was part of a I'd say of the constituents that it was part of a group right yeah I think it was a coordinated effort which is happening on Quincy more often than not which is great citizens are coordinating because they realize it used to be like if you could come up and just be one person and you would be listened to but now people are feeling the need to coordinate across the board ZBA meetings conservation meetings Council meetings, when we have public forums and council meetings, we don't always have them. We should have them more often. But, you know, people are coordinating because their voices are not being heard. They are, they are among the few who are being listened to. Right. And I know there's some people here probably saying, oh, those people are just complaining. But they weren't just complaining. They they put together a master plan of what they thought it could be. They did. They put it here. And maybe there's some middle ground there, right? And, yeah. And Maria Mulligan was one of those people. And mm-hmm. She wanted to present something, but she couldn't present it. But but she did make this plea, you know, that that it's sort of on the sort of on the lines of Jocelyn that, mm-hmm. you know, this is our land, basically. So let me play that clip. Sure. And we'll talk about it. It, it comes off the Massachusetts website and it says open space by primary purpose. The pink area, which is all the golf course, all of our land, that primary purpose is recreation. Okay, recreation. And um, it's open space, it's green space, it's recreational space, and it's our space. 
Okay, please remember that it's our space. It's not their space. Okay. She's reminding everybody that because they're changing in the lease. Another change they're having in the lease, Kevin, along with taking out all the recreational word recreation is putting in the word commercial. The word commercial is being replaced and it's not defined anywhere as to what does commercial mean. And it might mean because they want to put a hotel up there, but they're not defining a hotel. They're not telling us how tall the hotel is. They're not telling us what their master plan is up there, but they're changing the language within the lease. So there's many things that are changing in this 99 year lease. That's not as transparent to the citizens of Quincy. And it needs to be, it needs to be reviewed. It needs to go line by line and it needs to slow down. And I'm just going to go back for one other thing that Jocelyn was talking about. You know, the the we went up there along with our walk. We went up and took a look at the, and I did this before when we went for the longer walk with um, Granite Links, um, Corey Hills. We went up and looked at the the parking lot, and um, in the parking lot where the with the baseball diamonds are, the the parking lot is like a it's like a roller coaster. The roots of the trees have lifted up the um the parking lot the lines where you'd park your car you have to kind of you'd be like you would be ruining the bottom of your car it is not being taken care of or maintained and it needs to be and they really are in default of what they're supposed to provide to the taxpayers of the city of quincy that is Corey Hills association and that's because i would say that we're not monitoring what's happening up there and asking them to fix that and that really falls back on the the city side the administration side to make sure that we're getting what we're supposed to get and I asked Mr. Walker if he had gone up and seen it. He said he had not at the time of the meeting. Okay. And so I just want to give someone credit for the other side. Uh, Hassan Haydar. Mm-hmm. Few other entities in Quincy took Quincy from being good to being better. He said, I give a loud yes to the lease extension. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Granite Links, I guess a lot of people from all over Boston come to Granite Links, you know, and it, do, it, it has, has enhanced Quincy's image. Absolutely. It's a beautiful, nobody's saying it's not right. beautiful. I don't think, I think what we're saying is there's some of the things that we were supposed to get now that we go back and look at the lease. If I hadn't looked at a 122 page lease and read what we were supposed to get, I probably would never have thought any of these things because Granite Links itself going up there, it's beautiful. You can go up, go up there and have it, you know, you can get something to eat. You can golf, you can take in the views, you can have, yeah. you can have functions up there. It is beautiful. I don't think anybody would take No one's away. saying fire Quarry Hills. No, we so value. I can tell you that I absolutely value them as a business partner in the city of Quincy and the work that the, that the O'Connell family has done. But the difference here is that this is a business proposition. The business proposition was brought to the city of Quincy solving a problem 28 years ago that we had a, you know, we had a dump and we had to be, we were, it was costing the city of Quincy a lot of money and they needed to figure it out. And the O'Connells won the bid and Corey Hills Association was born and they created a beautiful golf course up there with a 50 year lease with a lot of things in it that they were supposed to deliver as well. And that's the question is, do we need to go back and take a look at that and make sure and you know, as they went through the walk, they came back and they had some solutions for some of the trails with signage and different things. But we have to do that through all of the lease. Right. Okay. So that's it for the, the residents. Um, and then counselors got to speak mm-hmm. and ask questions. Let me see. I'll start here. Anthony Andronico, a, a few of my constituents have reached out and are a little curious why at this point, and I don't have a lot to give them, mm-hmm. Andronico said, I understand there is a process in place. We can't fully finalize things or really get the ball rolling until we have a certain number of years. At the same time, I find it difficult to believe that certain conversations haven't taken place because I really wouldn't fully understand why we're doing this and discussing a long term lease extension. I think a lot of people are asking that question, like, you know, why are, you know, if 
they're ha- if they're not going to give you a master plan, and they did a public presentation for the Ward 4 community back in September, why are they not starting with sharing with what they were hoping to do? Right. I mean, the fact of the matter is that was a public meeting. There were things that were shared in that public meeting, and we should be sharing that with our constituents in our city. Councillor Phelan spoke, and he was a councillor back then. Mm-hmm. So he added some some history Absolutely. to this discussion. <laughs> um, and he did remember the trails being mentioned. And I'm going to play this clip. So there's a lot of good things that have happened, but also in that lease, there were things like we wanted the ball fields. Um, when I did that walkthrough back in December, I was actually kind of disappointed that I saw some things from those original leases that basically hadn't been done. Part of it, there was a DEP decision that that no one really knew about. It kind of sat there for a while. And the original vision was for those trails to be to connected together. That was, I can speak for most of the councils who were on the council at that time. That was what we were expecting. We were expecting the ball fields. I coached on those ball fields for five years in Junior Farm, and there are problems on there. The drainage has never worked. I always had two bags of quick dry in my the back of my trunk. I would get there a couple hours early just to dry out the fields so the kids could play and it wouldn't be. Uh... So that, that was kind of disappointing that that hadn't been done. It hasn't changed much. <laughs> no, it really hasn't. I mean... The drainage hasn't changed at all. Mm-hmm. It's still a moat going around the soccer field. I can't speak a lot for the baseball fields because I can't play soccer. <laughs> but walking around the baseball fields or in between, uh, mm-hmm. I did see, you know, like the bathrooms and stuff where their exterior was kind of just in disrepair. And then the parking lot. Yeah. yeah and the parking lot. Yeah. And it's, and these are the things like, this is the thing is that, you know, we're, we should be, we should be reviewing and auditing these things. We're supposed to be taking, we're supposed to be maintaining it. If we're not supposed to be the ones that are maintaining it and Quarry Hills Association is supposed to be maintaining it, we, the city should be making sure that they're holding up their end of the bargain. And that's whoever the administration is. So at this time, it's this administration, but it it's, it's been this administration for a while. Why hasn't that been taken care of? Right. Why hasn't that been brought up? And you can't use COVID as an excuse for this one. <laughs> yeah. And that sort of dovetailed into um, Councillor Phelan asking about audits, mm-hmm. which I know you were very interested in with your written questions. And you you went down that road, too. So why don't we listen to some of those clips? Sure. Uh, what is the status with the audits on Quarry Hills? Through you, Mr. Chairman, as you, as you mentioned, Councillor, um, the accounts are audited as part of our annual city audit by Powell's and Sullivan. Every year um, we have used um, different firms uh, from time to time. We have engaged Powell's and Sullivan uh, to do uh, a more detailed dive into the accounts, anticipating uh, these questions as part of this process. So that process is ongoing. We expect to have a, a full audit uh, ready for this body uh, in the relatively near future. So Powers and Sullivan do... Yearly audits. They do yearly. By, they they do year. annual audits of our of of the city's um, annual budget. So every year they'll do an audit of the budget, and I believe. But they're not auditing them. They're just auditing the money coming in. Or, yeah, they know. should. No, they should be auditing the money coming in. And forty percent of the money coming in from um, Corey Hills Association is going into the general fund. I'm not sure if they're auditing every year the sixty percent that's going into two other two other accounts, 10% for oversight and, and um, 50%, I believe, for DBW. Those are two different accounts. And, and I was also asking, not only do I want an audit, 
of Coriel Association and how the money's coming into the city of Quincy, but also the money that's going into those accounts and what we're using that money for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that dovetails into your questioning, right, mm-hmm. about audits. And I want to play this clip and then you can tell us, you know, what the hell were you thinking? <laughs> and I think we should have to take a giant step backwards here because some of the stuff that Councillor Phelan just brought up I've also brought up in the list that I had sent over to Mr. Walker. We need to see that audit. We need to see how the monies are coming in. We need to take, we should have been looking at that through the lease, but we haven't seen that comparison. So I'm glad to hear the Powers and Sullivan's done that. I would have thought that this that, that would have been provided to us. And I guess I'm going to ask, who was the uh, main team for the city in negotiating the revisions to this list, to these, this lease? Maybe through Mr. Walker? Through you, Mr. Chairman, uh, would be the city's legal staff uh, and the mayor's office. And was there an outside, did we hire an outside auditor to take a look at the numbers before we put the lease, before we made agreements to the lease? No. So that was something that we did only after we had this meeting and after we had the questions that came in? I would say concurrently. No, it was part of the discussion that we would have to do that as part of this. So there's an important point in there, and you can talk about it. Yeah, so, so back when we first brought this in to the city council, this was just a, we're just going to take out the risks. There's no big deal here. Don't pay attention. Everybody, we're shrinking it down and we're just leaving the, the, the golf course and soccer field and the diamonds. And then we move on and we ask a bunch of questions. We have the second meeting and all of a sudden we're auditing things, but they did the red line before they hired somebody to go out and do the audit. I don't know how Which in the world. doesn't make a lot of sense. How in the world would anybody be able to negotiate a 99-year lease without actually taking a good look at what our commitments were for the first 50 years, making what, sure that the money's what making... Their commitments were what, the, what their commitments were to the city, making sure that we were collecting the right amount of money to the city and making sure that before we took anything out of the lease or added anything to the lease, what the impact would be. And you can actually have, you know, you could actually hire somebody to help you do those, be able to figure out the future of how that money's going to be able to come in. None of that was done. So this was just, you know, people sitting around a table and taking all the things you didn't want in the lease and adding the things you want in. But we, the city of Quincy, have to be, and the the counselors, but not only that, I just want to remind people and the taxpayers that, you know, when this doesn't, if for some reason we don't collect the monies that we need, if we make mistakes in government, we can go back and tax you. But if we give away our land and we don't actually do the audits that we need to do, and we're not holding people accountable to what they're supposed to do for the city of Quincy, we can't tax them. We right. can't we can't go back and get back the revenues that they were supposed to get for us. Right. If we're not paying attention to it. Sorry. Okay. So I, th- I think that does it on the meeting part. Mm-hmm. Dave McCarthy, who chairs the committee, said at the end of the two hour long discussion, we'll make sure we make a good decision for the city. So I hope the counselors take the time and push the administration to take the right amount of time to truly discuss it. I really hope we do too. I will say that that was a, you know, I'm glad I was really happy with the conversations that we had at the council and that people were listening to everybody who came out and spoke both in favor and both who put some really good points in front of us to make sure that we're going to be looking at this and, and taking that step back and really doing the analysis that needs to happen. Right. And building a good lease. <laughs> right. So of course the next day, the mayor was interviewed on Joe Catalano's show, and I can play a couple of those clips. So here, um, Joe is asking him about the questions from the other night, mm-hmm. like, what about that recreational complex? And mm-hmm. this, this is the mayor's answer. Uh, questions that were raised um, include, will Quarry Hills live up to its original lease uh, promise to install a recreational complex up at that site? 
well, that recreational complex is the four ball fields and and the large soccer field. That was the that was the agreement. That's what was accepted. Okay, so you're saying that that has been fulfilled? Yeah, indeed. I I, I haven't heard that that issue come up. I mean, it, the reality was in the in the lease, things were banged out, and it was you know included those ball fields and and the big soccer field that's up there, and they all get a lot of use. So. Um, First, I heard questioning that fulfillment. Okay. I think a swimming pool was mentioned originally, too, um, but for whatever reason, that did not come to fruition. Uh, I don't remember the pool discussions, but maybe some others would remember it. And the skating rink. But. <laughs> it's in the lease. You know, you can say what's been banged out in a lease. Yeah, you but can... he, he doesn't seem to he doesn't seem to know what's actually in the lease. He just knows what came what Corey Hills put in there. Yeah. It so, sounds like he's assuming that they filled their bargain. Well, he should know. I mean, the thing is, is that, you know, I would imagine I would have read the 122 page lease before I went and took anything out. Even if my legal team had told me that this is what we're recommending, I would know. So I'm, I'm, I do get concerned about that to suggest that he didn't know any of that. It's in the lease. Right. Yeah. So I suggest not just once. Not just once. I would go back and read the lease. <laughs> like, yeah, read the read the unredlined lease and the 122 page lease, and then come back and talk to me. Because the, at the end of the day, you know, these are the things that were in the lease, and they're being taken out. So there'll be if say we wanted to have you know a pickleball court. I use this as an example. Um, recently, you know, you could put that in the lease, but to be specific, there were other things that should be done up there. There was a skating rink. Could you have a skate? You could easily have a skating rink up there. If you, I mean, like it's winter skating, meaning like outdoor skating. They have them in Boston. They have it. You know, you change. The, you put these things up there. They could easily put that up there. They don't have a water problem up there because those fields are flooded anyway. But the point is, is that <laughs> that these things could have happened, but they were not paid attention to, and they were not enforced. They were allowed to skate. <laughs> they're allowed to skate. They're allowed to skate around it. But again, you know, to say that somebody was not being genuine about what they read in a lease, it's in the lease. Okay. So then Joe asked him about um, accountability. Mm -hmm. So why don't we listen to that? Do you think there needs to be some type of a process where uh, uh, there can be some accountability uh, to make sure that Coriolis is living up to the lease agreement? Yeah. I mean, we, every periodically, every few years we do that. We have an audit done. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, in fact, I think we're in the process of one now, and, and uh, that that's that's what we trust uh, to make sure everyone's um, what they're supposed to do. So I expect that audit to be done sometime early spring, and and uh, and we'll find out if there's any issues. But you know, in the past, they have not been. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there's an audit being done. He expects it to be done in the spring. Mm -hmm. And you and and Councilor Phelan both said that. You want pass audits too. Yeah, right? we want pass audits. Um, we, we want the, we, we, they should have presented it to us. This was the opportunity. Like, I'm gonna, I can't help. So the thing is, is like in the, this administration had an opportunity to come before the city council at the first meeting and do a presentation, including the audits to show us the revenues that were coming into the city of Quincy, what we were using it for, how they were accounting for what was happening up at Quarry Hills, what Quarry Hills was, Quarry Hills Association was providing to us other than the golf course, the ball field and the, the baseball diamonds, why we didn't have the things that were going to be taken out of the lease and really discuss it and be transparent. I'm going to use the word transparent. I can't help it because to say nothing to look at here, folks, we're just taking out the stuff that was old. Yeah. I really you think know. they thought it was going to be a slam dunk. No oh, one's going to really question it. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately it's a big deal. You know, we have to question it. And, 
I'm glad it's your that, responsibility. I'm so that. glad that people, the, the council, the people, the, the citizens of the city of Quincy are, are stepping up and asking these questions. Because if not, we would have just given away 99 years. We're again, you know, we. I don't know if 99 years is the right amount of time. I don't know what is, but I can tell you what we have at least right now. We do have to go back line by line. If this is the least they want us to look at, I would say let's start over again because it's you go back and look at the 50 years first. Present that and prove to me that we're ready to start talking about a 99-year lease. And then show me the plans that you showed to the Ward 4 Council, the Ward 4 Council showed to the public before a 99-year lease came into the paper. Right. And that had a hotel and some other things. Yeah. That was before. I mean, that was they, they had that meeting prior to a 99-year lease being introduced. So that was the mayor's appearance on Joe Catalano's show. Then, of course, he does his bi-weekly podcast mm-hmm. with Mark Carey. And I'll just play a, a bit of... What I think an overall issue is, but I'll just play this clip and we can talk about it. Sure. So at this point, why would you change horses? Why would we play around with that? In my view, they put up all the risk. I mean, they they being the internal management, I know there's people that, that are jealous of people that are successful. I know there's people that Peter don't Paul's like- Peter a Quincy guy. He graduated the, the, Quincy High that's School. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Very successful. He built the straight, State Street Complex in North Quincy, Marina Bay. First of all, the mayor's being maybe a little disingenuous and saying, Watch. why would you switch horses? No, now? we switch in horses. We Nobody asked him to switch horses. That's, <laughs> we... not, the, that's not the argument. <laughs> and then they get into this whole, it's happening because people are jealous of successful business people. And then this, this small town thinking that surfaces in Quincy a lot. Like he's a, He's a local guy, so whatever he's doing, it's great with us. Yeah, it's so you're absolutely right. And the thing is, is that there's 22 years left on the lease. I am not looking to change horses at all. I think they have done a great job up at Granite Links. They do need to come into compliance with some of the other areas that they're not in compliance with. You know, as far as the 99-year lease, I didn't put it in front of everybody. You negotiated with the good guy. Maybe you have to go back and realize that it's not about who your friends are. It's about what's a good deal for the city of Quincy. It was a business decision to go with, that was an RFP that went out way back in the day and Quarry Hills Association was picked and they took on the risk because it was a business decision that they took on. They must've known what the risk was and they must've been willing to do that. And that's great. I appreciate it. But you know, it was a business decision on their part and they've done pretty well. And so is the city of Quincy. It's a great place for people to come. They come from all over the place to do it. But we owe an obligation to the taxpayers of the city of Quincy to make sure that we're getting what we're supposed to get, that the constituents are being able to use the facilities the way they thought they were going to be able to use them. And we're finding out, you know, whoops, we have to fix the, you know, the, the trails aren't there and different yeah. things that are not done. So this isn't about anybody being jealous, I don't think. This is about making sure that the deal that we put in place for 50 years is being held up and then and being honored and you know transparent about what we're doing. And then if we're going to go forward with anything else that we understand what we are about to do and how what the consequences and the financial impact is going to be for the city of Quincy. Yeah, you really, I mean, you've said it, Jocelyn said it, you really have to forget who that person is and look at it as they're a business, we're a business. Mm-hmm. Let's make the best deal. At the end of the day, you know, uh, you know, if I was to sell my house, Kevin, I'm a good person. I grew up here in the city of Quincy and I might be selling it to another Quincy person. Should I give it away? 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get you get I, a twenty five thousand dollar discount because <laughs> you're from Quincy. Quincy. Yeah, no, you're not gonna do that. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna sell it for what the value is. Because my kids don't need that money, you know. No. I, so and and I think if you did the opposite, if you went if if the city of Quincy was making the business plea to Corey Hills Association, Corey Hills Association would be sitting down saying like, we're going to look at this through the lens of a business and make sure that we're not going to be giving too much away here either. Right. They're not going to, they're not going to throw it all in. It's just the way business works. And you have to look at it to make sure that we're protecting people, that we're, we're thinking forward about these things. We're making sure that if it's going to be 99 years, none of us are going to be here. How's it going to impact the future? How are we going to make sure that we can help all these things? You know, it's it's a big deal and yeah. it needs to be looked at like that. It just can't be, hey, you know what? People are jealous. I don't think I'm jealous. I think it's right. a matter of making sure we're doing what's right for all parties involved. And most of all, you're doing the right thing for the citizens Absolutely. of Quincy because that's who you represent. The most important people are the citizens of the city of Quincy. Right. And, you know, and I have to do, that's the job we, that's the job we all get elected to do. That's when I stand up there and I get sworn in. That's what I'm doing. I'm making sure I'm representing the people who voted me in and the people who didn't vote me in. The people who are asking me, why aren't taxes going up so much? <laughs> that's what I'm doing. So, I mean, I did think it would be disposed of fairly quickly. <laughs> The way the some of the councils were talking in the first meeting, but now it looks like with with the public pressure, some of those councils are looking at things a little closer, mm-hmm. putting more thought into it, um, asking some good questions now. So hopefully, it won't. It'll go through the due diligence it deserves. I think it has to. I think at this point, what's been proven is that everybody wants to have this have this conversation to make sure that we're we're doing what's right for the taxpayers of the city of Quincy, and that we're going to make sure that the business deal that is 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 signed off on that we all can live with. I know this is probably a long show, <laughs> and so we won't have any listeners. We won't now. have any listeners. So <laughs> but um, we got a lot of exercise. <laughs> yes, we did definitely do our research. <laughs> So I think that does it for this week on. Save limits. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.